following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, latest on Michigan basketball, the Big Ten, and also the offseason for Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Addition to their coaching staff and old name and a huge recruiter has returned to Ann Arbor. We'll talk to Anthony Broom, also Dan Hasty, Little Tigers Baseball. We're into February. Pitchers and catchers getting set to report. We'll talk Tigers baseball. Dan is the play-by-play voice for the Tigers high A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, and also the radio play-by-play voice of U of D Mercy. So we'll talk to Dan, Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com. His Super Bowl pick. Our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? I'm going with Mahomes. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. They're at home on Wednesday night. And also Thursday night is Flint Tropics Jersey Night and $2 beers and $2 hot dogs 6 p.m. until halftime with the Grand Rapids Gold inside Van Andel Arena. And the Gold also home on Monday night and a week from tonight with buy one ticket, get one free. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm getting comments from people. The... 13. It's been bumped up to 13 by Matt Golden, the CEO at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. 13 winners for our Super Weekend will be announced before the end of the show. Thank you to Superfly Hayes for your help on that. All right, we had Anthony Broom on yesterday. We're kind of running out of time to get a chance to talk to him a lot about where Michigan basketball is at. Also update uh, Harbaugh bringing back uh, stud recruiter. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is ready on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, Anthony. Long time no talk. Good to be back. Yeah, I know we were running fast yesterday. We'll get to hoops in a moment. Let's talk about Harbaugh as he's finalizing his staff and moving forward to spring football. I think I saw, was it April 1st now will be the spring game? Is that correct? That is the date, yes. All right. And, and what about the Partridge story? 
Yeah, um, we're still waiting on. Seems like there's another shoe that needs to drop with that. I mean, they they're reported that he's going to be hired for an on field role, but they don't currently have one of those available, leading you know us to believe that there's another shoe to drop somewhere on the staff with either a departure or, or something. You know, someone has to leave for that to happen. So, or maybe someone doesn't leave and he winds up. Um, sliding into the role that Biff Pogey left behind as as sort of Jim Harbaugh's right-hand man. So still waiting on – I mean, we think it's going to be an on-field role, but um, still waiting on some things to sort themselves out. Uh, other than that, they hired a couple of analysts on the offensive side of the ball today. Uh, but, yeah, still uh, a little bit left to uh, cross cross the T's and dot the I's before spring football. How many coaches uh, now? I know that I think there's been a bump. I, I don't know if that was just college basketball or on the football side. Uh, how many coaches are D1 programs allowed now, including analysts? I think they get 10 assistants. Um, as far as the analysts go, I don't know that there's a cap on that. Now, there is something coming. It seems like there's some um, some sort of rule in the works that would let those analysts start to be guys that can coach on the field. Again, you know, part of this NCA investigation with Michigan has to do with one of their former analysts doing a little bit too much of on-field work with them. So, um, yeah, the rules are always fluid and never changing. Um, but as of now, yeah, they, uh, they can't, they can't add Chris Partridge officially until they have a spot to slide him into. So, uh, I, I think that's what's still being sorted out. And, um, I'm not sure what the timeline on that is, but yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see what that other move winds up being. There are whispers of things, but um, ultimately I think that when, when they get him in there, it will be an upgrade and bring a guy who uh, you know has quite a bit of recruiting chops for them. Uh, that the last stint that he was with that, the program. So yeah, we'll see what winds up happening. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign on the huge show across Michigan. Talk of Michigan football. Let's move on and talk about uh, Michigan basketball. Here they are, 7-5 and five in the conference, ahead of Michigan State by a game. Most think State is a lock for the tournament because of their non-conference strength of schedule and W's. Michigan's monster schedule to finish has a lot of people doubting uh, they can make the tournament. I know we touched on it a little bit yesterday. Uh, what do you think the magic number is? Is it two games over 500? Is that what you're sticking with? Uh, I think for them, by the end of the regular season, you probably need to get to 18 or 19 wins um, and then hope that you can add another one to two uh, in the Big Ten tournament because they just don't have they don't have those non-conference games to kind of hang their hat on, and they've, they've lost some, some very winnable games. You look at uh, Virginia, Kentucky, North Carolina. They let one slip to Central Michigan. They've let a couple slip in Big Ten play. So, you know, they don't have really much of a margin for error anymore. And, you know, the fact that it took them until February 2nd to add a, a tier A or a tier, a tier A win, one of those quad one type of victories to their resume, um, you know, that, that kind of, it is, just is where they're at right now. So, there's a lot of those games coming up for them. Uh, you know, every night out in the Big Ten is a chance for you to add to your resume and and add to what your what you bring to the table come tournament time. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. It's you know, I'm still a little bit pessimistic just because they haven't played. Uh, you know, they haven't won three straight games since the first three games they played this season. So mm. um, 
they should win. They should win this game against Nebraska tomorrow night, and then uh, you see what happens Saturday with Indiana. That's a huge showdown game for them. So uh, a lot of winnable games coming up, but you know they've got a tough stretch here too at the end. So um, they have no margin of error. It's time to kind of make something happen, or you know the, this disappointing kind of year that they've had will just keep playing itself out. I think it's a must that they go three and one in their next four, and that would be beating Nebraska, Indiana, and Michigan State at home, and give up. You know, again, Wisconsin hasn't played great basketball, but Madison still is a tough place to play. I think if they're three and one in the next four Big Ten games, I would put them at ten conference wins, ten and six, and then they get that gauntlet at the end with at Rutgers. So we'll say that's a loss. Beat Wisconsin at home. You're at, you're at 11 wins, and then you lose to Illinois and Indiana on the road to close out the regular season. So that would put their number around 11 and 8 in the Big Ten. And if you get that W in game one of the Big Ten tournament, if not two, I think they're safe. I really do. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's gonna, it, it'll be interesting. Right. I think that um, you know, Michigan's a school where you know, if, if they are, if they do play themselves onto the bubble. Um, given the way that that fan base travels and the way that, uh, you know, the, what Michigan's pedigree in the postseason has been, you know, maybe you get a, maybe you get a, a good shake from the selection committee. But, you know, in the here and now, um, they have a lot of work to do still. And like you said, these games are, are winnable. I think those, those last four games, you know, you go to Rutgers, you go to, Illinois, you go to Indiana, you're going to have to find a way to win one or maybe two of those to really hammer home uh, some type of resume that they can justify putting you in. Because right now it's not, um, like I said, it's not there from the non-conference. I'm still, you're still waiting. I mean, their, their best win in conference play is that game at Northwestern last week. And that was against a team that had played five games in 11 days. So, um, you know, if they're going to flip the switch and they're going to turn it on, it, it's got to, it has to happen now. It feels like we've been saying that since New Year's Day, but, um, you know, the more that they've kind of treaded water since then, the more that that message kind of gets hammered home. So a lot of work to do. I think that they have some good parts. They're kind of starting to grow up and emerge a little bit, uh, but you got to put it together. Uh, there's, there's eight games left here in the regular season. I'm thinking you probably need to go five and three, maybe six and two. Uh, but they're they're completely capable of doing that. It's just a matter of uh, consistency and and really want to. Um, haven't seen the effort and the want to, especially on the defensive end of the floor, hasn't been where it needs to be a lot of times this year. So, um, you know, if they can if they bring it on that end of the floor, they're going to set themselves up to win some games here. Yeah, we'll see, man. The way they played defense the last two, I don't look at a remaining game that I I feel they can't win. Asked me that a week ago. I was thinking they're going to lose every remaining game on their schedule, maybe outside of Nebraska. So they found some defense. Uh, they're playing like a team. I like the rotation. I I just don't know why we had so much bad basketball uh, there in the middle between the start and until where we are now. But we'll see. You know, like I said, three and one in the next four. There'll be a lot of confidence on and off the floor for this team. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine dot com. Uh, joining us, you can follow Michigan basketball uh, 24-7. Uh, what are your thoughts? Because uh, I watched him the last two games, and he's coached great with Martelli. Uh, why Why that middle of the season that was so bad? What do you think? Is it coaching? Is it effort? Is it chemistry? Is it a combination of all of that? I think it's a combination of all of it. Uh, part of it, too, is is I think that um, 
No, they are they are such a young team, Stu. Not not to make excuses for them. I like the pieces on this team. There are young teams in college basketball that find a way to win, but uh, just kind of dumb dumb mistakes or, or dumb lapses in judgment or lapses in awareness. Uh, like we said, with defense with rebounding. I think that um, at times the coaching staff has been a little bit stubborn in terms of sticking to their game plan and not making uh, the adjustments they need to make and then trusting, you know, the preparation that they, they put in. Um, and, and, you know, really a lot of it just comes down to guys just have to play better. Uh, it sounds like a half, you know, it sounds like half baked analysis, but I feel like the, the, the parts that they have on this team are just this, it should be better than a 13 and 10 basketball team right now. And, um, Again, definitely have seen some signs of life coming out of that, that Penn State game. Uh, but we saw signs of life in the two games they played after the, uh, the Central Michigan game that they lost uh, you know, a couple of days before the new year. And it, after that, it just kind of went back to normal. So if you're going to get people to buy in, I think really if you're going to get your team to buy back in, you got to win these next couple and, or at least win this one tomorrow and, and – you know, show yourself that you, you know, you keep building on those good habits and they can snowball and good things will happen for you. But uh, too often this year, I think it's been a lack of fundamentals, a lack of, uh, I don't want to say lack of effort. They compete, but I just, they don't do, they haven't done the little things well enough. And if they can find a way to clean some of that stuff up, they can, they could, they'll give themselves a chance in every game they have moving forward. But again, this is also a team that, you know, Ohio took them to overtime, and Central Michigan beat them. Um, they can beat anyone that's left on their schedule, but if if they have one of those deer in the headlights games, they could lose to anyone too. So for them, it's it's really important, I think, to just kind of take it game by game. And you know, we can sit here and go, okay, well, that looks like a win. That looks like a win. They maybe win that game. That could be a loss. No, they have to they have to take it one game at a time. And I think if they can just do that and kind of look within clean up some of those mistakes. They're, they're going to give themselves a chance, but I do wonder if, if there's enough, t- there is enough time left, but is there enough margin of error left? Uh, I don't know because this big 10 is pretty wide open and um, we'll see what happens. Like, like I said, it's going to be interesting to track the rest of the way. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us here on the Meyer guest sign. Meyer proud to be a longtime partner, university of Michigan athletics, Wolverine basketball, at least back in the hunt. Uh, for hearing their name on Selection Sunday with their last two wins over Northwestern and Ohio State. A partridge does come back. That's big for Harbaugh and Michigan football. You can follow all these stories and more on your schedule at thewolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony Broom, uh, check it in. On the Meyer Guest Line, like I said, Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. You want to join in on our Bud Light Huge Question of the Day? Who's your Super Bowl MVP? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE uh, to 21000. By the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. On the way, we'll talk some Tigers baseball. Dan Hasty, he'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. 
imagine this? Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards up to $5,000 cash every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m. Play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Sauce or Marinade, Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole, just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Remember, if you miss any Huge Opinion interview, our full show, they're all available on your schedule. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? Give it to me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE out of 21000. In a moment, Dan Hasty, play-by-play voice of U of D Mercy Basketball and also your... Tigers high A affiliate of the Midwest League, the West Michigan Whitecaps. We'll talk Tigers baseball. It's February. Here comes spring training. 
are they better off now than they were a year ago? Hmm. And I'm talking Tigers. There is not the same optimism within the Tigers fan base that there was a year ago. So Dan will join us later. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. NFL Lions insider, his Super Bowl pick. I'll get his MVP selection. Drop yours, though. Our Bud Light Huge Question of the Day when 866-838-4843. Also, Super Sunday weekend coming up at the Tellymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. We'll announce those winners before the end of the show. 13 winners each will get an overnight stay Saturday and Sunday. Super Sunday brunch. Some putting contest prizes. And we'll watch the Eagles and the Chiefs and all the TVs inside the tap room at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Our watch party is open to the public. So if you're in the Canadian Lakes, Morley Stanwood, Remus area, Mount Pleasant, listening on AM 1280, Cadillac on 93.7. Uh, join us Sunday night, Super Sunday, at the Tellymore Golf Resort inside the Tap Room. Let's go talk to Dan Hasty, Tigers Baseball. February means pitchers and catchers uh, reporting. Dan joins us. How you doing, my friend? Uh, Bill, yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird still to be at that place where we're starting to talk about spring training again. It just it doesn't feel like we're quite there yet. But then again, I, I guess this is the the high time for optimism this year. This this time of year never fails. So uh, the question I uh, kind of was thinking about during the last break, I wanted to bring up to you first from a year ago when you and I were talking about the 2022 anticipation on the season spring training. There was a big vibe uh, across Michigan, the Tigers nation. And now it almost feels like they've hit the restart button. And I think when you bring in a new lead decision maker at the top, the way the same, you know, the Tigers did with Scott Harris, I think, you know, and this is what's hard because when you're a fan, what you don't want is back-to-back rebuilds, right? <laughs> you, you just you don't have patience because you've already waited so long through the first one. But unfortunately, when somebody else comes in, we, we have to give them the same opportunity and the same patience that we gave the last person. So I do think that, you know, it, it is a rebuild upon a rebuild. The slate is much cleaner for Scott Harris than it was for Al Avila. There was obviously some, some talented players, and, and a big part of the reason that Al didn't ultimately succeed was that he didn't get talented enough players or the players he got. They weren't able to develop them properly. So, you know, you think about that, and now how many of those guys, how many of those assets does Scott Harris walk into getting? Well, probably not very many, but I think there's a stronger background there, and I think they pay attention to the details that matter a little bit better. So, I'm willing to give it a little time. I think everybody else should, too. Yeah, so let's talk about this team. If the regular season was starting tonight, uh, what would be their pitching rotation? Who would be their opening day starter? And what's that one through nine lineup look like for the Tigers? <laughs> you know, it's funny is that, you know, I was talking with a couple of people about this. And, you know, I don't think that the Tigers have, you know, any type of, uh, you know, an, an intimidating rotation. But I also don't think that they have the worst rotation in their division. I think it's decent. I mean, you think about the guy who's probably going to be the ace on the staff, at least to start the year, and that's Eduardo Rodriguez. He finished the year well. Obviously, he was a little bit hit or miss in terms of his availability last season, but especially down the stretch, he was pretty good. So, you know, but, but to that point, I mean, Eduardo Rodriguez is probably 
a two, more than likely a three in a really good competitive team's rotation. So you think about where he is. They're not going to have Casey Mize this year. I think they hope to get Spencer Turnbull back in there. I think they want Matt Boyd to be a part of that. I think they're hoping Sarah Scoobel comes back. And then you got to see what you got with Matt Manning, who was better down the stretch last season. So, you know, again, it's not the best rotation in the American League or anything close to it, but I don't think it's the worst as well. Who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise? Maybe it's somebody who makes a roster that isn't on the radar right now that could be there uh, with the Tigers on opening day. You have a name or names, plural? Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of those guys in West Michigan. It's kind of what we do over there. So we get a chance to see these guys who we realize are big league caliber before most people do. And I think that, by and large, one of the big areas that the Tigers are going to have, I don't want to say open auditions, but they've got a lot of spaces to fill, is in their bullpen. And to their credit, they took the best pieces that they developed from last season that being Joe Jimenez, that being Greg Soto, and they flipped them for what I thought to be decent returns. And, you know, a lot of position players, too. How long have we been just clamoring for guys like that, right? So I'm I'm encouraged to see what they can do because, in my opinion, last year their bullpen was their strength, and Chris Fetter, who does a remarkable job with what he has, I think I expect – them to do something similar this year. I think guys who were successful at the double A, maybe triple A level last year, will probably get a real opportunity up in Detroit at some point. And I expect them to succeed because I think they have a mentor and a tutor who really knows his stuff in Chris Fetter. So for me, there was a guy in West Michigan two seasons ago named Brendan White, who very quietly got snuck on by the Tigers to their 40-man roster. They did not want him available in the Rule 5 draft. He has got, you know, in this age of spin rate, he's got a slider that compares to just about any slider in Major League Baseball in terms of its spin rate. It's considered to be elite. They really like how he complements that with a fastball back and forth. He's really, really good at double A last year. I think he's going to get a chance because I think he's going to get every opportunity to show, especially considering he's on the 40, man. So for me, opportunities in the bullpen. I think Brendan White, who's now a top 30 prospect, kind of towards the back end, has a real case there. Uh, Who do you think uh, has a lot of work to do uh, to stay in the rotation or stay in the everyday lineup? They'll get the respect because of the money they're making or their time in Detroit, but that there may be a young batter arm ready to take their job or jobs, plural. Who would be on that list? (laughs) I mean... You've got to produce in order to play, right? I mean, you, there's this is a result-based business. And to that end, I mean, you have to be good to a certain point. And so I, I'm looking at Miguel Cabrera. I mean, he's obviously done quite a number of amazing things for that franchise. And, of course, he, he is going to probably have a statue in Comerica Park someday. But, you know, look. I mean, it's the last year of his contract, and he's already stated that he's going to hang him up after the season. So, you know, I think you milk him for all he's worth. I think if he can give you anything, a hot start, whatever it is, you enjoy it. I don't know how long that's going to last. I mean, he's 40 years old. The body has been breaking down for years now. So I keep expectations low there. But, again, he's got to produce. And there are clear options aside of him to get those opportunities. And, 
And if anything, I think he knows he's at a stage in his career where if he can't do it himself, he's going to take a step back, especially with it being the last year of his deal, and especially with everybody knowing what his plans are so he can take on a different type of role with this team. So there's that. And then on the pitching side, I, I think it's Matt Manning for me. I have always been super impressed with his stuff. And just at the very end of last year, did it suggest like it was finally starting to come together at the big league level. So I'm hoping that he really learned a few things right there down the stretch. And I'm really curious to see what that looks like this season. So if you were guessing a win total over under for your Detroit Tigers in 2023, where would you start with that number? (laughs) Well, what was it last year? I mean, they won just a little over 60 games, right? And the year before that, they were at 77. You can make the argument that they overachieved two years ago. You can make the argument that they underachieved this year. Look, I mean, this is the year that Scott Harris needs to just see what he has. He needs to figure out what cards he has at the table so that way he can figure out what he needs to go forth with in the years ahead. So, this is very much a developmental year. A lot of guys are going to be getting opportunities. I mean, Scott Harris has said, point blank, we're saving at-bats for younger guys. He wants to know exactly what he has. So I would say I would be expecting something in the ballpark of 70 wins this year. I want there to be more, but I also want him to know exactly what he has because at that point, then you can really start to make some moves, especially with money coming off the books after this year's Cabrera's contract is up. Dan Hasty, he is voice of the Tigers High A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, also basketball voice of U of D, uh, Titan basketball. Check it in on the Meyer guest line. So is this a, well, I think it's a rebuild year. That That's an obvious uh, statement. Uh, are they now, here we go again, and we went through this a lot with Avila, thinking that this was going to be the year, this was going to be the year. Uh, are they two years away? Are they a year away? Are they five years away from contending? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it really comes down to if they're able to effectively develop what they have. And as you and I and everybody has seen, the, the, the most, I'd say the majority of Tigers players are young players who we've been talking about as minor league prospects for a while now. So, you know, look, they, they've got so many of these younger players and it was clear that they weren't completely developed properly leading up to this point. And I do think that that worm has started to turn a bit. Ryan Garko, when he came in as director of player development, really, really liked the results. And they'll speak for themselves in the minor league system. I mean, they've been able to turn a lot of guys who just could not figure it out at the minor league level Wenzel Perez was a guy. He was totally not considered a prospect anymore. Then he blew out of the water last year. He was outstanding. Parker Meadows is another guy who really clicked in the gear. So there's guys that have figured it out thanks to the guys in player development, especially what they did last year. So now it's just about taking that and continuing to apply it throughout, most importantly, to the guys at the big league level. Because I do think that these guys are all talented. I don't think you go through being a successful minor leaguer and then just fall on your face in the big leagues. I think it's a lot about coaching. I think it's a lot about effective development. And I think they finally have that in place. So, Danny, uh, when you look at the Central this year uh, and you think about the Tigers, are are they – 
Are they the worst team going in the 2023 in the AL Central? I don't think so. I think the Royals are probably right there. I think, I mean, the Guardians just do an outstanding job. It always seems like they have another talented young player coming up to, to fill a spot. And, of course, they've got some of the big guns at the top, your Jose Ramirez of the world, that are just outstanding. But, you know, Guardians, Twins, they were able to bring Carlos Correa back after uh, – I think you played for two other teams this offseason, right? So I, I think the Twins, the Royals, uh, rather the Twins, the Guardians, those are probably sitting at the top. The White Sox, I mean, they were never really able to maximize their window of opportunity. Still think they've got some talented players, and I think they could catch some lightning this season. But I, I think it's those three teams as your contenders, and then there's a pretty big drop-off between those two teams at the bottom in Detroit and Kansas City. All right, so uh, let's move on uh, the, from your basketball broadcast, from what you've watched this year. Uh, who's the best basketball player you've seen, either for U of D or that has played against U of D or that you've watched on TV? Best college basketball player in America as we head to March Madness. <laughs> I mean, there there are some great players. I mean, you, you look around the landscape and I mean, I know I'm biased because I've been able to watch the nation's leading scorer and Antoine Davis. I mean, look, nobody puts the ball in a bucket the same way that Antoine Davis does. I mean, you know, some people have called it daddy ball because he is the son of the head coach, the longtime head coach at Indiana, Mike Davis. He took over for Bobby Knight once upon a time, went a couple other places. Now he's, here in Detroit, but you know, his son has really held up his end of the bargain. You go on a lot of teams, especially at the college level, and the coach's son is the star player, that dynamic doesn't usually lend itself to decent results. And they have been competitive, which is a lot more than you can say for where the regime was before Mike Davis came in and, and, and where they've been trying to get. But look, there I mean a lot of the great players that are at that age are playing in the G League, to be honest with you. But Brandon Miller is a sophomore, uh, South Small Ford in Alabama. He's tremendous. I, I wouldn't be sad to see him wearing a Pistons uniform next season. Uh, can really do quite a lot. Anthony Black is a shooting guard at Arkansas who can do a lot of things as well. Um, <laughs> and one of my favorite names in all of college basketball, Grady Dick from Kansas. He's also someone you might want to keep your eye on there, Bill. So keep an eye on Grady Dick. I will. Uh, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. And uh, the images coming up aren't what I expected. but uh, Yeah, that happens sometimes. That guy has some big numbers this year. Uh, we'll keep up to date on Grady Dick, I will bring you updates uh, throughout the March Madness campaign here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Danny, I love you. you I can't wait. Massively huge numbers. Yes, I, I'm telling you. I mean, the dude's just, he's amazing. Uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, Dan. Uh, your, your basketball insight and knowledge, I think you should just give up ba- uh, baseball play-by-play and stick with hoops, Okay. I don't think they'd like that very much in Grand Rapids. They love you, man. Are you you waiting to take – who's going to do – I know Shep is back. Morris is out. He was pretty gentlemanly about, you know, uh, being out. Monroe's going to be the main guy. I think Petrie's going to stay in studio with York and Keating. Uh, Who is Price done doing the Tigers radio network games? Or is no, someone else? I believe he's back. I, I, I believe he's back in maybe a, a home games only right. role. 
this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. I, I will tell you that I loved the moves that Valley made to bring in Cameron Maben and Todd Jones. Cameron Maben did a really nice job on the Yes Network. He's going to fit in exceptionally well on those broadcasts. And then Todd Jones, I mean, look, there are a few players that cared more about that old English D that they were wearing as much as Todd Jones. I know he caused people to lose some years on their life, but he is somebody who never wavered when it came to how much he cared about that baseball team. So I think those two hires are just sensational. I think people are really going to enjoy those two. All right, thank you so much, man. We covered a lot here. It was one of the most amazing interviews ever with Dan Hasty. Dan, I appreciate the time, my man. It was huge, like Grady Dick. Thank right. you so much, Bill. Thank appreciate you. Yeah, Dan Hasty, follow everything connected to the Whitecaps and the basketball career of Grady Dick. Just follow Dan Hasty on Twitter at that Dan Hasty. Is that his Twitter handle, right? At that Dan Hasty. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? I need it. Drop it. 1-866-838-4843. Easiest way is at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tomorrow night in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. Home Thursday night for Flint Tropics Jersey Night and $2 beers and $2 dogs 6 p.m. until halftime Thursday with the gold and Flint Tropics jerseys at Van Andel Arena and also the Grand Rapids Gold playing hoops Monday night in downtown GR and a week from tonight. Buy one ticket, get one free every Tuesday home game with the gold at Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets now. At Ticketmaster.com, you can also go to the Van Andel Arena box office and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. We've got them. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Treetops Hole-in-One Challenge. Also, long drive and putting contests. Kids Fun Zone and junior golfers get in free. February 10th through 12th, DeVos Place. No on-site box office. Purchase tickets online at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting statewide Friday 3 until 6 from the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. So bring your best swing because I'll be doing a huge drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay in golf for four at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. So can you beat my huge drive? You can take a shot this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown gr we played for the thrill that rush you feel with the game on the line i'm herman moore lions all pro wide receiver now with eagle casino and sports the new sportsbook app from soren eagle anywhere i'm at i'm still in the game sign up now and get up to one thousand dollars that's right up to one thousand dollars for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop eagle casino and sports made in michigan made for michigan must be 21 or older in michigan to play 
Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Join Fernandel Institute Purple Community for Southside Ice Arena's weekend-long event in Byron Center. Hockey Fights Cancer. From February 10th through the 12th, join the fun and support Hockey Fights Cancer. Learn more at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. I know we're getting a lot of people. Superfly, have we notified the 13 winners now? We have. Oh, you just, you have, you handed me the list. For Super Weekend, this weekend at the Telemore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. All right, these are the winners. Will Kohler, J.J. Vandenberg, Kaylee Becker, Jacob Lazarov. Doesn't he play right wing for the wings? Lazarov, shoot scores. Uh, Noah Miller, Paul Vaughn, Julie Johnson-Cole, Bryce Clark, Paul Reddick, Shelby Scheller, Mike Satarski, Dave Fowler, and Mike Bradshaw. There you go. Now, you've all been contacted. Some have given uh, the email address. Superfly reached out to you uh, via Twitter and Facebook, depending on where your name was drawn. And Matt Golden and his team will get you info tomorrow, and you'll be all set this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, thanks to the over 3,000 people who entered. Over 3,000. As Matt Golden from the Telemore Golf Resort said, that's crazy. It's up there with the most entries ever for any contest we've ever done. So thank you to everybody across Michigan. I think it says something about the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Remember, you can book your getaway at TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Get your stay and play package. Book that today. And look for Tullymore and their booth and setup at the West Michigan Golf Show Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in downtown GR. And if you don't have plans for a Super Bowl watch party on Sunday, our party Sunday night is open to the public inside the tap room at the Tullymore Golf Resort, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids, about a half hour from Mount Pleasant, maybe an hour from Midland if you're listening on AM 1280 and Alma Mount Pleasant, 100.9 FM in Midland Bay City, Saginaw, and also 93.7 FM Cadillac, your 
think less than an hour uh, from the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. You want to book that stay and play package for 2023, go to TullymoreGolf.com. And thanks to everybody who entered. And thank you, Matt Golden and his team at Tullymore for putting this all together. And Superfly for getting it done. I got a million things going right now. It's crazy, but it's good. Uh, Tomorrow we'll be with the police chiefs of Michigan. Uh, Their association's annual convention has taken place at the Amway Grand. We'll talk about the great men and women who serve and protect us. Folds of Honor has welcomed in first responders to help their children of men and women injured or killed while serving and protecting. We'll hear uh, from Dan Rooney's mission at Folds of Honor. Mike Knubel will join us live, talk wings and Griffins hockey. And Trey Connor from the Grand Rapids Gold on their home games Wednesday and Thursday night in downtown GR. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. That's huge.